When you're at the end of your draft, you should always be looking for a sneaky good pick. Who are some of the best sleepers to target with those picks, though? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my brother and my co-host, Matthew Anne. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. If you listen on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else that allows it, leave us a little five-star review if you'd like to. Also, if you leave a little uh, review, that goes a long way to help the outreach of the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to hit that subscribe button. Also, you know, throw us a like and a comment on there because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Guys, once again, and you guys, you guys are killing it for us, and we appreciate it so much. You know, Matt and I are just asking if you know if you're a big fan of us, or if you're new here, you like the podcast, like what you hear. If you could share our podcast on YouTube with a friend or two or three, we're so close to that 1,000 subscriber mark, and it would go a long way to help us. And we truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. And then, you know, what you're here for, guys. Today's on today's uh. On today's episode, Matt and I are talking sleepers, if you haven't already figured it out. It's such a great episode. We got a lot of action-packed names here, and we actually have the first one up. is really, really big here, and uh, I know my, my brother Matt loves him, and he kind of called this one. Yep. We talk about Anthony Volpe. You know, yes, Dom sir. told me I was crazy, said I wasn't I sure. If, it didn't, didn't think I we did. were going to make the team, and I'm like, well, you know what, bro? Like, there's no way, and... The reason why I was saying was the amount of uh, the amount of games he was playing and the amount of at bats he was getting was kind of indicative of what their plan was to really see if like, hey, he's got the chops to break break camp this year and let's actually give him a shot because you know what there is some holes in that lineup and you know what Volpe's a perfect fit. You know Volpe's upside is he can actually hit you with like, you know, 40, 40 stolen bases. You know, like he can be like a uh, the Trey Turner, the new Trey Turner light. He he has opportunity to do. A lot of things, and I'm really excited for Volpe. And in spring training, he's doing his thing, right? In 37 at-bats, he has eight runs, 11 hits, four doubles, two home runs, three ribbies, four stolen bases, seven walks, 10 strikeouts, and batting 297. That's all amazing numbers. And for his OPS leagues, he also has a 990 OPS, which is great. And quite honestly, his OPS is pretty stellar, even in the minors. You know, in 2021, he had a, um, a 1078. In 2022 combined, he had an 802. So he has that bonus in that category as well, just a heads up. So what he's been doing, what he did in 2022 is actually pretty good as well in 511 at-bats in the minors, in AAA and AA. He had 86 runs. He had 35 doubles, five triples, 21 home runs, 65 ribs, 50 stolen bases. Let me repeat that, 50 stolen bases, uh, walked 65 times, struck out 118 times, and batted 249, which is a little bit on the low side for him because honestly, you know, in tw- in 2021 he batted 302 and um for for Tampa, which is their other minor league team in A and Dutton A plus it was 286, 
Um, and you know, for that average that that year was 294. So I think he's more of like a 272 80, 80 hitter after he adjusts to the bigs. And with that 50 50 stolen base potential, with the promising home runs that like if he's hitting 21, I don't know exactly what his power grade is off the top of my head that I don't have available to me in this moment, but I, I, I could think he can get you 17 to 20 home runs, you know, with that 50 stolen bases and being on the Yankees he's at least going to have a hundred runs and maybe they'll put him in a position where he can get some ribbies to chip in maybe about 80, you know, that's a top 50 player. That's like, that's better than Brandon Nimmo. That's better than um, McNeil. That's better than, I just named two Mets. It's just because Mets suck. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mets fans. I'm just kidding. They're great. Um, you know, that's better than like, that's like Starling Marte numbers in his prime, you know, like, those are numbers you want, and that's somebody that's going to be in their rookie year. Probably somebody that's going in their last pick, or some people probably even gotten the news that he's dra- that he was dra- um, called up, and then he's breaking camp. So I would definitely scoop up Volpe. If he's sitting on the waivers, scoop him up now if you're already drafted. All right, that's just why I think Volpe's going to be great this year. My sleeper, Matt. That's a great analysis here. I'm just going to add a l- little tiny bit because you pretty much nailed everything there. Uh, Volpe's coming off the board as the 34th shortstop, pick 293. It won't stay that way for much longer. So if you're drafting this weekend, try and get ahead on that. I would probably jump him up to like 200, maybe even a little bit higher than that. But I absolutely love Anthony Volpe. And I think uh, you take him everywhere right now. Excuse me one second. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Dom, Dom likes to use Lord's Lord's name in vain, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> uh, it looks like he's choking. I told him to save that for the corners. Unfortunately, he didn't. Um, yeah, excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. But um, yeah, did you make any Volpe... money for me at least with all the choking? <laughs> no, saying. no. Unfortunately, not. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, taking Anthony Volpe will help you succeed this year in your fantasy draft. So take him now before the word gets out that he's officially made the team. Now, next up, we have another young gun, and somebody that also is pretty much a lock to make his team. They did not announce it yet, but um, that's Oscar Colas of the Chicago White Sox, somebody that we've talked about before on this podcast. Uh, you know, he's got a pretty good glove. He's got a big bat. Matt and I like to talk about growing into your man body. Oscar Colas is already 6'1", 220. And another guy, he's doing pretty solid in spring training. He's not putting up Anthony Volpe numbers, but he's doing pretty solid, right? 20 games for Colas. 13 hits, a double, three homers, four RBIs, a steal. And, you know, the walk-to-strikeout ratio isn't great, but he's still hitting 265. So, you know, sometimes guys strike out a lot, still hit for a good average. Let's talk about what Colas has done, though, in the minors because he's been pretty solid down there. Last year in the minors, Colas played across three levels, 117 games, 481 at-bats, 81 runs, 24 doubles, four triples, 23 bombs, 79 RBIs, three steals, and hit 314. So their upside is definitely there for Colas. He's going super, super late right now in drafts. And once again, like unlike Volpe, you know, the word isn't officially out that Colas has made the team. So you still have time to get out there, take him with your last pick, you know, especially those AL only leagues where it's a little bit tougher, those five outfielder leagues. You definitely want to go out there and grab him. I'm trying to pull up his ADP for you guys real quick before we move on here. So Colas is coming off the board now. 75th outfielder, pick 312. There's a ton, ton of value right there. You know, hopefully he's one of those catalysts in that White Sox lineup, which isn't super, super great. So maybe he'll bat higher than, you know, we'd expect. But Oscar Colas is definitely somebody I'm targeting right now as a sleeper. Yeah, I mean, Colas is um, like a wide awake sleeper. He isn't like a hidden secret here. Um, and the second that news flies up the board, like Volpe, you know, if, once that news breaks that he's on the team, he's good, that he's going to fly right up that board. 
there's no way in hell he's not making camp, uh, not breaking camp. So, you know, scoop him up if you're already drafted. And um, if he get the announcement comes in this weekend, bump him up a couple rounds. Excuse me, now that I'm doing it, Dom, it's contagious. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just go That's from there. That's what you get for making fun of me. Bro, I'm always going to make fun of you. It's been about 20 years. It's going to keep going. I'm just saying. Of course, of course. I'm just saying. Uh, and uh, before we talk about my next guy here and all the rest of our sleepers that are going to help you win your draft, here at Locked On, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. That uh, Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line, points scored, and threes drained. Plus, they even let you combine bets for a same-game parlay for a bigger payout. So don't miss out on your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you go to Locked On. I'm sorry, FanDuel.com slash Locked On. That's FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right. So with that being said, let's talk about Mr. Eric Lauer. Um, you know, Lauer is an interesting name. He had a nice little stint last year um, and was really, really effective. And he ended the year with a pretty great stat line. In 158 innings, he had 157 strikeouts. He had 11 wins. And he had a 3.69 ERA and a 1.22 whip. Now, that's a little bit high, but, you know, it is what it is. I think that's pretty much what we're going to see, maybe a little bit less. But the thing is, I feel like he took a step forward last year just based off of, you know, his numbers and what we've been seeing trending. You know, like he's been the year before he had a 319, but he only had 118 innings, which is another great sign of a guy coming through his progressions. Um, you know, COVID, the COVID year kind of gave him a little bit of a, like a little wrinkle in, in the um, plan because in 2019, he got his first real shot at 149 innings, didn't really do much with it at a 4.45. ERA, but then after COVID coming back in 2021, he really started taking a turn for the best, and I think he's ready to really take this step forward. Um, you know that cape, almost that cape for nine, literally like a hair off, and you know being on that Milwaukee team, I think they're going to take a step forward as a team as well. So that 11 wins, I think, is repeatable, even though it is an unpredictive stat. I think that Eric Lauer is a great value going on this year. Something that everybody's pretty much forgetting because he did have that little slump. Um, I I say you know scoop him up. It's your last couple pick pitchers. I did it the other day uh, where I scooped him up, and I was pretty happy to ground off my um, my rotation with that because Lauer, Lauer could be a very valuable piece going down the stretch. You can put up some really, really monster games and go in that late. I don't think any. I don't think you can get any value better than that from a pitcher at least. And Eric Lauer is one of the better sleepers this year. Yeah, Eric Lauer is currently coming off the board as the 85th overall starting pitcher, pick 288. And I think – that you know, that's what truly makes him a sleeper right now. The ERA is probably going to be solid over the last two years. It's a oh, let's get this number going. It's 277 innings with a 347 ERA. 
right under that K per nine, but that's still solid for where you're getting him. And, you know, the whip is a 118 over that time. So he might be a little bit higher in the whip. You know, he's still almost close to that K per nine. Milwaukee's going to be a decent team this year, so he'll get the wins. He's helping you in now, you know, about three out of the four starting pitching categories. And, you know, when you're talking about five by five. So I think it's a great deal that you're getting on Eric Lauer at the moment. He's going behind a lot of pitchers that aren't as good as he is and don't produce those kinds of numbers. So right now, if you're drafting this weekend, like Matt said, get Eric Lauer as one of your last picks and walk away very, very happy. So now, guys, if anyone has listened to this podcast before, you're probably getting tired of us talking about this guy at this point, but he's still on fire and he's going so late. It's Anthony Rendon, uh, you know, somebody that I picked up in both of my drafts this past weekend, and I was very, very excited to get him as late as I did. Now, the thing is, Rendon is a flanges guy, as my brother Matt would say. If you're not familiar with the term flanges, it's just something that Matt came up with that kind of stuck. You know, the fans like it. We like it. So, you know, you hear the term flanges guy it just means that he's injury prone. So once again, Anthony Rendon, that you know, little flanges issue, you know, over the past few years. It's all right, though, because we think he's finally got it together. He even had a monster game today as well. So these stats I'm about to read off from spring training aren't indicative of the three for four game that he had today. So Anthony Rendon, 10 games this spring training. Uh, 23 at-bats, five runs, nine hits, a double, two homers, seven RBIs, four walks, five strikeouts, and he's hitting 391. He's absolutely raking. I think he's putting the injuries behind him. And on that team, only got a lot better. They picked up Jury. They picked up Renfro. You got Otani and Trout. And Anthony Rendon's probably going to be hitting right between both of them, possibly. And Anthony Rendon is currently buried right now. He's still coming off the board as the 19th third baseman. Pick 211 overall. I have Anthony Rendon ranked as my 11th third baseman. Probably even going to move him up when I do my final rankings adjustment heading into the weekend. You take this guy with confidence, uh, you know, I pick 200 and you just walk away super, super happy. Even jump the gun. If you had to take him at 170, I would do it all day long. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. I mean, Rendon's a great scoop. He can be an awesome flex if you really think about it. And like Dom said, if you're in a pinch, scoop him up because, I mean, what's the worst that happens? You're probably going to have a really bad third baseman if you don't scoop him up. And if he gets hurt, it is what it is. You'd be in the same scenario if you didn't draft him. So at least you get him until he gets hurt. And if you manage to pull off that season, yeah, buddy. But let's move on. Dom did a phenomenal job. Let's talk about Thank Jose you. Miranda. Love this kid, too. <laughs> Dude, I love him. I mean, he right now, he's, have, he's having a good spring. You know, not wonderful, but good. Right? In 26 at-bats, he has four runs, seven hits, two doubles, three home runs, six ribbies. Five walks, three strikeouts, and batting 269. So it tells me he's pretty much just fly balling it. And his OPS is a 1079, which is even better. I really like that. And this is the crazy part, right? So I'm not even going to talk about what he did in the bigs last year because he did have a good season. And don't get me wrong, but I'm going to read off what he did in 2021 across double A AA and triple A, right? In 535 at bats, he had 97 runs, 32 doubles, 30 home runs, 94 rubies. Or stolen bases, which is still nice. Doesn't really strike out because he walked 42 times, only struck out 74 times. And he batted, yeah, and he batted 344. Okay. 344. And his first real shot at the bigs. Now I'll read it off. He had 444 at bats, 45 runs, 25 doubles, 15 home runs, 66 ribs. He still didn't really – he struck out a little bit more. I think he was trying to adjust. He had 91 strikeouts to 29, 28 walks and still batted 268. Now, if Miranda can even come to what, like an average between what he did his first year and the 2021 season between 344 and 268, let's just call it an even 285 hitter, 
right? And then gets the home runs up, runs up to like 25 to 30, like we know he can in the minors. With that Twins team, if everybody can stay healthy and things can kind of just flow out there, Miranda has some serious upside. You know, right now on Yahoo, he's ranked the 95th player. I don't know what exactly what his ADP is off the top of my head. I apologize. I just don't have that in front of me. Dom might have it for me. If you if you want it, he's the 12th third baseman off the board, pick 163. Right. And that's cheap. You said third baseman? Yes. Okay. That's really nice. In a 12-man league, if you missed out on Rendon, or if you weren't sure if you wanted this if you weren't sure about Miranda, you know, I mean sure about Rendon, you scoop up Miranda. I think you're 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 happy and I'm and getting them. And personally, I mean if you're really smart, you try and scoop them up so that person doesn't get him and get him as a UT. And he's going to make wonders for your lineup. I think Miranda is going to do a lot for you this year. So just, you know, keep it rolling and keep drafting Miranda. Yeah, I I, I do love me some Jose Miranda. I just feel like, you know, like two months ago, he was going so much later. And, you know, he was like a bona fide sleeper at the time. But everyone's it seems like everyone's kind of caught on to the Jose Miranda train and they're not letting go because now I pick 160. I do like him there. But once again, he's going over Rendon. Uh, you know, he's just he's going over a lot of guys that you know. You got Ty France under him. You got you know Jordan Walker, somebody that we all love. You know, if he makes that you know Cardinals team. Uh, I, I do feel like he's getting a little pricier, but he, he's still it's still solid value there. So, but if people are jumping the gun on him, not not somebody that I'm dying to have, but I I do like him. The batting average hasn't always been great over his full minor league career. He did have that monster 2021, and then 2022 in the minors, the average dropped down to 256. I think there's a lot of upside. He's going to be 25 this year, but just once again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not jumping the gun on him as far as you know where he's going in terms of third baseman. But if he falls a little bit, if he can get him around pick 180, closer to 200, I think that's where the value is going to come in. That's where the sleeper value comes in with Miranda. So just keep an eye on how your draft is going. Just I'm not jumping the gun on him, but once again, if he falls a little bit, definitely a guy that I would like to take a little bit later. So let's go on to one of the stars of the World Baseball Classic, somebody that you know we love around here, and that's a little Lars Newbar, somebody that we've also talked about a few times on the pod. Playing uh, right now. Just, yeah, he's, he's in the middle of this World Baseball Classic. I don't know if you guys seen. I got the USA jersey on, rooting for the, the hometown country. Uh, watching a little Trey Turner, the American hero, going to start after calling him Captain America, you know. And uh, let, but let's get back, let's get back on track here, you know. Let's talk about Lars Newbar. And Lars Newbar kind of had a, a little bit of a breakout last year. Played 108 games, 290 at bats, 53 runs, 16 doubles, three triples, 14 bombs, 40 RBIs, four steals, and he hit 228. Now batting average is a little low, definitely understandable. But let's talk about, you know, the kind of guy that he was in the minors. Let's go back to that. Um, let's talk about, you know, the full the full 2019 season because that's when he played the most games, right? 101 games for Lars Newbar in 2019 in the minors across three different levels. 341 at-bats. He had 39 runs. He had 90 hits, uh, nine doubles, two triples, seven homers. Hit Had 38 RBIs, four steals, and he had 264. Now, he's a plus-grade bat, so I think that batting average could come up around 250, 260. You know, the RBIs and runs should be solid in that great Cardinals team. And um, 
I just I think he's somebody that's really going to have that big breakout year. He's got decent speed. He could chip in, you know, 10 steals. I could see him being like a 25 homer, 12 steal guy. Like I said, 250, 260 batting average. And, you know, the runs and RBIs are going to be absolutely fantastic. So Lars Newbar is definitely somebody that I'm targeting in, you know, in drafts. So, uh, Matt, I don't know if you want to chime in here real quick, brother. No, um, I think, I th- I think um, you know, you got something to say here. All right, guys. So here at Locked On, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner. Oh, no, that's that's the wrong one. <laughs> so there's something else I'm really excited about here, guys. I'm sorry. I forgot to scroll down. I'm doing the Ron Burgundy here. <laughs> so, guys, I'm really excited by our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, and that is the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your own professional baseball franchise? Well, if so, your dream has now come true. Because in this game, you get to manage every strategic aspect of your team through the season and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and training staff and also managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, also managing those difficult personalities, navigating through your franchise, through free agency and all the ups and downs that come with the season. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable without Wi-Fi. Play on the go as you want, when you want. Matt and I have absolutely been hooked on this game since we've downloaded. And in this game, you can compete against each other like Matt and I have been doing. And you should definitely do the same with you and your friends. Locked on Fantasy Baseball listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download this game, just visit ProBaseballGM.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's ProBaseballGM.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. So, guys, you know, uh, let's get back into the heat here. And, Matt, I think you wanted to throw some love, large new bars away, because I know that's one of your boys, too. Yeah, I, I love the new – the bar is great. Um, you know, it's 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 almost good as the built bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, uh, Newt, Newt, Newt is great. Um, He's got power. He could he could chip in a couple steals. I think he's going to be a nice little pick this year. He's going pretty decent. He's going as your fourth outfielder in some drafts. So I think you know he's definitely worth the scoop up this year. But let's move on. He's a great guy. Little great job covering him. Let's talk about one of my favorite catchers this year on the cheap, and that's Logan Ohapi, um, a prospect that's been called up last year um, for a quick little minute, and um, you know got to show a little face, and it's kind of great. I like what he did. When he got that short little cup of coffee, he had like 14 at-bats. He got a run. He got four hits. He got two ribs, walked twice, struck out three times, and he batted 286, which is great. But what I'm really impressed with is his minor league career in 2022 before he got the call up between two teams. He um, he had like 360 at-bats, 72 uh, runs, 14 doubles, a triple, 26 home runs, 78 ribs, seven stolen bases, you know, walk, walked almost as much as he struck out because he had 70 walks to 74 strikeouts, and he batted um, 283. Now, I'm not saying this kid's going to come out and just, like, be an outright stud where he's batting 300 or this 283 and striking at walking as much as he's striking out, especially because this is his first full year. But what he did in his little cup of coffee is encouraging. And the fact that he's free 99, and I really don't like pitching, picking catchers that early anyway, if I missed – one of the higher end guys at the like the end of the tier where like okay we're at like the 10 10 mark here 
and I'm stuck with the 11 and 12 guy that I'm not even sure if they're going to make it through the year or whatever, how you're looking at the perspective. I like scooping Logan O'Hoppy to see if he kind of breaks that because then if he starts doing what I think he's going to do, then, I mean, I'm going to drop the guy I drafted and I'm just going to start Logan O'Hoppy. You can literally get him with your last pick of the draft. And Logan is going to do justice this year for you in most leagues. Um, I'm all about Logan this year. Um, definitely keep an eye out on for him in your, as your last pick. So Logan O'Hoppy is going to create a great sleeper this year. Tom, what happened? Because I'm not watching the game. Yeah, no, real quick, guys. Kyle Freeman just struck out Shohei Otani with one of the most filthy pitches that I've seen in a long time from Kyle Freeland. So that, that was pretty awesome to see. Nice. But yeah, let, let's get let's get some Logan O'Hoppy here. Uh, somebody I'm de- I definitely love. He's coming off the board as a 21st catcher, pick 320 overall, which is absolutely insane. Like Matt said, in my opinion, after the top 11 catchers, it kind of falls off a cliff. And I have Logan O'Hoppy right there. And like him, him and I'll, I'll give you guys a, another free uh, sleeper pick. Gabriel Moreno and uh, Logan O'Hoppy are probably my next two after that top 11. And real quick, not to not to transition too much, but Gabriel Moreno, I think, is making that Diamondbacks team. And he's going to be starting at catcher because I saw an update that Carson Kelly is banged up and he's going to miss some time. So, you know, uh, O'Hoppy and Moreno are two very, very good sleeper catchers to grab. With O'Hoppy, you know, being the leader of the two, I picked 320, which is outrageous. He did come over to the Angels, you know, uh, in that Brandon Marsh trade. And the sky's the limit for this kid. I'm pretty sure he's going to make the team. And, you know, that as we talked about with Rendon, that Angels team is prepared to make a nice little playoff run and have a very good year this year. So you can definitely get Logan O'Hoppy if you missed out on those top-tier catchers. But, guys, we got one more. And uh, also somebody that if you've watched any of the mock draft episodes or if you watched any other episodes, a, a name that Matt and I are super, super high on, and that is Michael Kopech. Now, let's talk about this real quick. Michael Kopech, age 27, was a very, very high-end prospect, had some, you know, injury issues throughout his career. But, you know, over the last few years, he's kind of slowly, you know, come back into his own. And so far in spring training, Kopech has yet to give up a run across two starts, five innings, only three hits and two walks, four strikeouts with the 0-9-3 whip. So he's prepared, it looks like, to, you know, just come back this year and say, guys, you know what? Uh, I banged up my knee at the end of last year, and, you know, I didn't have as a productive year as some people may have thought. Even though he did still have a pretty decent year, Kopech, last year, five wins, nine losses. You know, let's hope the White Sox are better and that wins pick up. If anything, you know, he could, if even if they're not great, I still see 11, 12 wins, 3 5 4 ERA last year, 25 starts, 119 innings, 105 Ks, and he had a 119 whip. I think he improves in almost all of those categories. You know, his in his career, he's well over a K per nine, 203 innings for Kopech's career, 223 Ks. I think he gets back to that. And the thing is, guys, what truly makes Kopech, in my opinion, one of the best sleepers out there, 77th starting pitcher, pick 267 overall. Uh, you know, some of these guys that are going ahead of him, like Wainwright and Carrasco and Tyler Anderson, I think he's just going to blow them out of the water. Even hurt Lance McCullers' ADP is still higher than Kopech. Right now, if you get Kopech as, you know, your seventh, eighth starting pitcher, you're, you're walking away with a guy that could potentially be your your fifth or fourth starting pitcher if Kopech does take that next step and he gets back over that K per nine. You know, uh, that ERA is going to look good. That whip is going to look good. Yeah, I don't know why Kopech is going so low. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but it makes him the perfect sleeper for this year. Yeah, Kopech is great. Um, you know, if you if you've just if you heard anything, Dom and I will just be fighting over him in every draft that we're together. So uh, and who got him over the weekend? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. You know, I lost the ADP game. 
because I forgot I'm playing with Dom. Um, Kovac's going to be great. Draft him with confidence. Um, you know, that's it. You got it, bro. Let's wrap this thing up. Yes, sir, guys. So that is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website, guys. I'm going to tell you this all week because I know you got drafts coming up this weekend. We have our rankings there, and that's the biggest key to the website right now, guys. Go there. You can grab our rankings. You can print them out. Make sure you put it in landscape uh, form when you're printing so they print out nice and clear and clean for you guys. Uh, our rankings are skewed to five by five head to head categories. Also works for Roto. So much for points. It's, you know, points is really skewed towards your league. We do have a draft tips episode coming out tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. We'll try and show points leagues some love in that episode. But even if you print out our, our rankings for points leagues, I'm sure you'll do very well as long as you understand if hitters or pitchers get more points in your league. But those rankings are key, guys. You know, uh, Matt and I do this and uh, we take pride in our rankings. We put a lot of time and effort into them. So make sure you get to that and as i said tomorrow is a draft tips episode so stay tuned for that but guys until then see you peace